Hello, I'm Dr. Terry James Gingrass, and this is Dr. G's ADHD Chat, the show trying to make the world safe for ADHDers. Um, and I am a clinical psychologist. I am in private practice. I am a coach. Uh, I mostly do ADHD but either families or adults who are executives or entrepreneurs. And I also am the parent of several children with ADHD. And I have married into a family that is a whole bunch of ADHD. Um, and back when we started all this, there was not even such a thing as a diagnosis of ADHD. This is back 1980 was the first time ADD was a diagnosis. 1987 was the first time ADHD was a diagnosis. Isn't that exciting? Which means basically there wasn't a whole lot of research, if any, being done on ADHD. And there still is a lot of acrimony about adults having ADHD. Uh, as latest uh, 2020, uh, the major professional organizations, the uh, American Medical Association, the American Psychiatric Association, <clears throat> the American Psychological Association, and CHAD were all uh, refusing to publish or refused to allow speakers who presented with the idea that uh, there was such a thing as adult ADHD. So basically, what are we talking about? Talent. In spite of the fact that we have solid research that virtually everything human beings do is based on training and learning, we still have a firm belief in talent. Oh, she's naturally gifted. Or, oh, he's naturally athletic. Or, you know, you've heard variations of it, I'm sure. If you've ever been around a bunch of little league coaches, Lord, they believe in that. Oh, his brother was a great ball player, so he's probably pretty good too. Well, maybe, but it wasn't because he was born that way. It was because their old man took him out and hit balls to him every day after work. Something like that. Okay, and there's a lot of research on this. Um, there's a... Um, uh, a, uh, a writer named Coyle who has basically made a living out of writing about talent. Uh, he did some serious research uh, going to all these places around the world where there were pockets of talent in different categories. You know, one place where there was a lot of great soccer playing, another place where there was uh, a lot of uh, great musicians, and another place... Uh, well, you get the idea anyway, the different kinds of what we would normally call talent, musical, athletic, uh, and, and you know, any other thing you can think of that's basically talent. And he found that it had absolutely nothing to do with genes or genetic, genetic transmission, and that it was based on the kind of training they got the coaching and training that these people received is why they were all so good at a specific uh, ability and uh, 
and made a big impact in the world for this particular building, whatever it was. Uh, the problem with that is, is that if an ADHDer takes that sort of a, uh, you know, if his parents take that sort of approach or her parents take that sort of approach, uh, it may not work out very well. ADHDers, I've told you this over and over again, they get 70 critical comments a day on average, which is an incredible amount of negative criticism. And it uh, leads to a, a tendency to be afraid to try stuff. Uh, you, you get a fear of failure, you get a fear that uh, people are going to think you're lazy. You get a fear of people thinking you're dumb. Uh, and there are probably tons of other fears. But if your child gets stuck in that, then he's going to just keep crossing things off his list because they're a little difficult. Now, I have a huge list of people who have been extraordinary and became famous in spite of having ADHD. You know, Albert Einstein, Justin Timberlake, Mozart, Michael Phelps, Leonardo da Vinci. I mean, it goes on and on and on. But these are people who did not quit, who kept going, who didn't wait to have some talent emerge they found something they thought was worthwhile and they went after it hard in spite of failures, uh, in spite of bankruptcies in a lot of cases. Uh, there are an amazing thing. You look at uh, multimillionaires and it's amazing how many times they, on average, have filed for bankruptcy. But the deal is that your child with ADHD is going to make more mistakes than the average bear. That's not a huge issue unless it encourages them to give up. That's the worst place for an ADHD or to be is in the give up mode because it's going to be harder for them. Okay. They're going to make more mistakes. That's okay. Okay. What you've got to have is the persistence, the want to, if you will, that it will lead you to keep going, keep trying, uh, in spite of not having initial success. If you wait for just the stuff that you're, that is, for some reason you have initial success with, eventually you're going to have some problems. I mean, you know, uh, if you're just, you know, find out that you're a great musician, but your first couple of dozen attempts at recording don't go anywhere well you know unless you're heavy on the persistence heavy on the I get out of life the effort I put into it you're going to be prone to giving up and none of us as parents of ADHD kids want that to happen you want your child to say, I want this, and then to go after it, and keep going after it, and keep going after it. Uh, and, um, I mean, that's the way everybody succeeds. Nobody succeeds doing only the stuff that they're initially successful at. I mean, 
I was in first grade. I was a shy kid. Back in those days, I did not go to kindergarten. I didn't have to. I didn't like it when I went, and so I wasn't forced to. Then I went to first grade in a different state, um, and I was real quiet. You know, I didn't say much, you know, and the school administration was thinking, well, maybe we need to give old Terry an extra year in first grade. And my first grade teacher just said, what for? I mean, he's just going to have to do the same stuff anyway, uh, again. <laughs> and so, so thank, thanks to Miss Grace, I did not have to repeat the first grade. Uh, and I now get a PhD and two postdocs and, you know, make my living as an intellectual as, Hey, I am so glad that that didn't happen. I'm matter of fact, I was so out of it that I didn't even know they were talking about doing that. So, um, you want to think to encourage in your child persistence, you know, that, and that means you have to have a certain, you have to treat each failure, if you will, each thing that doesn't go right as an opportunity to learn, as an opportunity to uh, change a couple of things and see if it works out better. Those, those kind of things. And don't take it so personally, okay? Um, people who are highly successful in the world, in the world are basically immune to failure. They don't look at it as failure. They look at it as, well, maybe a little blasé, but they, as an opportunity to learn. Is oh, well, like Einstein's famous thing, after, what, 4,000 failures with the electric light bulb? He says, well, now I know 4,000 ways not to make a light bulb. And uh, that sounds a bit... Uh, <laughs> well, it sounds a little... No, no, we really thought that? Most of us would, you know... But you've got to teach that it's okay to not do so well the first time you try something. You just got to figure out what wasn't quite the way it should be and fix it. And developing that attitude oh, is, is, is difficult. I mean, there is no doubt that it's difficult. Uh, it, it's not easy to teach. It's not easy to even recognize when you should be teaching that. But... Again, being an ADHD parent is not for the weak-willed or faint of heart. You know, you have got to hang in there uh, and uh, recognize that your job is a little more difficult than the one than those other people who have easy kids to parent. So, opportunity to learn. Insist. You know, they don't have to do everything that comes easily or just the things that come easily to them. They can't. You know, something's going to get them. You know, matter of fact, that even works with bright kids. People who are really bright and, and you know, get good grades initially in school and then are t told every day that the, how intelligent they are. And then they hit some point in time, whether it's eighth grade or high school or the first year of college, where... They aren't getting it. They aren't keeping up with the other kids. And they don't have any defenses against that if they've been told they're intelligent all their lives. They need to be told that they worked hard, and as a result, they got a good result. 
that also works for ADHD kids. They need to be encouraged to work hard and then praised when their performance improves. Okay? Doesn't have to, you know, be perfect, but it needs to, if it improves, you need to recognize that and uh, praise it. Okay, that's pretty much my shot for this week. Uh, uh, like I said, I'm Dr. Terry James Gingrass. Uh, my website is terrygingrassphd.com. I um, welcome any comments you have, um, suggestions for new topics to cover, and so on. Uh, and um, let's see, I have a podcast. Um, and it's on all the usual podcast stations. Uh, it's also called Dr. G's ADHD Chat. Uh, and um, I have a, a channel on YouTube. And that's all my social media stuff. Um, I'm thinking about increasing that a little bit. And, um, but we'll see. Okay. I will catch you next time. Um, keep up. Keep up the fight.